I think what you really learned is you have to own it. You have to step into it and own it. That's what you learned from that, right? Like you were that all the time. Nothing changed. Nothing changed. You just owned it. I owned it. You know what? I learned that life doesn't go just one way. No, it doesn't. Hi, I'm Andrea Neville. And I'm Jessica Paschke. We are two mediums whose spiritual experiences have been quite the adventure. We've discovered that sometimes the adventure is wonderful and unexpected, and sometimes it's downright uncomfortable. Join us as we chat about our own adventures and answer your questions about spirit, giving you specific tools and practices you can use to bring clarity and connection into your everyday life. Welcome to Adventures with Spirit. We have this vision of what professional psychic mediums or psychics or intuitives, how they started out, right? Like, like they were always psychic and they were like moving through the world and like, you know, they're just constantly changing lives. And there was like dead people everywhere that they could right. see. Right. You know what I mean? like, oh my gosh. I'm so right? glad that the answer is no. <laughs> I know, right? You know, but we make these stories up about what we perceive to be to be true. And yes. I think that often with all the friends that I know that are professional in this field, whether they're healers or intuitives or mediums, things started off more quietly. It wasn't some big bang, right? It wasn't some big bang. And so I want to chat a little bit today with you about what did it look like when you were first starting to learn how to use your gifts? And I think, I think the question we really have to ask is what spurred you to even develop them in the first place? Cause I think that's right? really where the journey starts, right? right. Like, no, so was there like a point where you were like, Ooh, I should develop this. And, and how did you know? And, and I'm not even talking about professional development. I I'm talking just, just right. for yourself. Yeah, no, totally. So I want to say like many stories that I've read in a way. So I was broken, right? There was a lot going on. I was a relatively new mom, had left my career, which I thought I would never, ever leave and completely lost a sense of identity because of it. And it went from there. So I was physically broken, right? There was a lot going on. So my back, when I say broke, I'm laughing. My back went out. My back was out so badly. I was referred to an acupuncturist. That's where it starts. So you literally were kind of at rock bottom. Literally at rock bottom. So listen, I had a great life. I had a good husband. I had a beautiful daughter, right? But I was not okay. Things were falling apart. Things were falling apart. I know hindsight 2020. I know why and how (laughs) things were happening. Okay. But at this moment, I'm fighting for air. And my body is telling me that by literally my back is out and it's to the point I need help. So a random friend of a friend of a friend, right? Refers me to Phoebe. I love Phoebe. You can hear it in my voice. My God, I love Phoebe. So Phoebe is an acupuncturist. She's about an hour away from me. And all I'm going to say is everything about the environment Phoebe was in was so outside of my norm, my comfort zone. Right. So I go, I had to be driven. I couldn't drive. My husband had to drive me. I go crawling into the door and there's this little woman. And she says to me, she just looks at me and she goes, 
oh my gosh, what two by four did the universe hit you over the head with? And I, 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 right. I remember to this, like you all don't see me. My mouth is hanging open because that's exactly what happened. Yeah. I have never, it hit me. Like it hit me in such a good way, but it was, it was visceral. It was physical. It was spiritual. It was everything. Right. It was like my physical, emotional, mental, spiritual, all my levels, bam, with that one statement. And she started treating me for my back pain. And then I'm getting acupuncture, right? Which is starting to move everything. And you're going, what does this have to do with your story, Andrea? This is the story. This is the moment where everything changed. So for you, the moment where things shifted was when you went in to take care of yourself mm-hmm. and, and the route that you chose was acupuncture. And it started to move and shift things that you didn't even know needed Needed. to be moved and shifted. And And then it sort of unlocked the process. It was also Phoebe, right? So it it was also Phoebe. So are you like soul contract? Hello, she's there to help me. First place I see a pendulum being used. First time I hear the word spirit team. Oh, I love that. So you're getting an introduction to like things here and there sprinkled. Right. So it wasn't like a direct head on. It was like no. a sprinkling. I like that. And she's talking to me. Um, she mentioned working with nature. So I started reading, you know, I was studying, reading how about nature and how we co-create a partnership with nature and using flower essences. I've been using flower essences since then. I mean, this is 20 years, you know, uh, swear by them. So Phoebe was absolutely my healer, my teacher, my mentor at that moment. And as I continued to develop and evolve and realize she was a safe place. So, you know, safe space is important. Oh, so important. Very important. I could go to her and say, something doesn't feel right. Right. I I felt safe enough to say this. Something doesn't feel right. There's, it's just like, there's something, a part of me that's not supposed to be a part of me. Right. And that didn't, she'd say, okay, let's check that out. You also had a place to ask questions. So like, as things came up, you had a resource to ask questions. And I think yeah. I think that's huge, right? Because if you don't have any place to ask questions, yep. you get sort of stuck. You have, you sort of have to have, I don't want to say a guide, but just, just like you said, a, a safe space, yeah. a mentor or something. And, and I wasn't asking questions about mediumship. I wasn't asking questions about being psychic. It was what I didn't realize at the time is that the things I was bringing there were because I was aware on those levels, but she and I didn't, I didn't know that yet. And so right. that was when it first started. That's like, when it first started. That's when you first kind of, so what do you think? Because, you know, thinking back to that point, what mm-hmm. were your challenges with that? Like, I know you said like this whole process started because things were it was broken, were, were broken, falling yeah. apart. Right. Mm-hmm. But when you started really venturing down that path, like of like, Oh, I'm interested in this. And now I'm going to learn more about it, or I'm going to ask more about it, or I'm curious. Mm-hmm. What were some of the biggest challenges you faced with that? Like, what did you see rise up, you know, in that moment? Oh, (laughs) I turned the house upside down. (laughs) Okay. I'm so glad you brought this up because this is super, super common, right? Like I turned the house upside down. Yeah. So, I mean, like I went from, so I read about nature. I read more about angels and I did not know you're going to laugh, Jessica. And of course, you know, again, my whole life, did I have this? Sure. I just didn't know. Right. But I then am being a medium and not knowing I'm being a medium. I'm using my mediumship skills to interact with nature. And I'm talking about devas and nature spirits and angels. 
And then that expands to my spirit guide. And then my spirit guides and my angels change new ones join me. And at this point, I'm aware of it, but I still don't know I'm a medium. But I like how it's unfolding, right? Yeah. So like one thing leads to the other. So it's yes. not like you woke up one day and said, I'm a medium. Right. Like, and this is what I'm going to do. No, no. It was like, okay, I'm going to look at this and then I'm going to try and then I'm going to look at that. And then that's going to lead to this. And then it's going to build, it's like a step, a staircase, right? It's this staircase. And none of it, I'm going to say, honestly, none of it is planned. I do consider myself spirit led and spirit taught. Right. But it's like following that thread, like just following because you were thread. like, wondering what's out there and you were following the thread, it unfolded on its own. It wasn't right. like a direct assault. I'm going to now be a medium and this is no, what I'm doing. Exactly. It, it was, I had to keep saying yes. I had to be, I was, listen, I love to learn. My background is education. That's my passion. So I love to learn. I value that. I wanted to learn. So I kept being open to learning new things, trying new things. Where do you think the point was that happened where you had like your aha moment or your breakthrough? Like, when did you figure out, oh my gosh, aha, <laughs> I'm, you know, like when you really owned it, like when you, when did you really own, how did you know? Okay. So when did you really own it? That's a very interesting question because I was it many years before I owned it. Right. It's a different, okay? right? It's different. So I think I didn't own it till the end of a reading. So I was helping people. I was on the down low, right? I'm helping my friends. I'm helping people. I don't even know. Like I didn't, I wasn't in a relationship with, but whatever I'm helping them. So my home phone rang one day because this was back when people called your home phone and you answered it. (laughs) And the landline, (laughs) my landline rang and I answered it. And a woman said, I heard what you did for so-and-so. And I want to get a reading. And I said, what are you talking about? Right? I don't do readings. So blessedly, she was insistent enough that I said, <laughs> fine. Right? And at this point, and I'm, I'm already doing healing work. I've been trained to reconnect the feeling. Like this is years, but right? Really, really a reading. It's different yeah, than healing. It's different. It's, it's, it's very yeah. different. And I said, okay, you can come over if you want to play. You can come over and play. See how yeah. I already tuned mm-hmm. it down. Yep. So this person, I literally a stranger comes into my home. We are sitting in my living room. And by the time she leaves, I have 100% channeled a loved one. I mean, I'm using another language that I didn't know. Right. Right. So I knew it wasn't me because don't think I wasn't a little concerned when you start hearing voices because I hear, right. Mm -hmm. And I was seeing things psychically for her. So when she left, I stood, I remember standing there and going, what the hell? (laughs) I I can't deny, I can't pretend anymore. There's something here, but again, I left it alone. I have never, (laughs) I don't want to say what I haven't done. I left it alone. The phone never stopped ringing. I just, once you owned it, once in that moment, but you had to own it. My owning was, wow, this is, this is something real. Our stories are very similar. Yeah. And I I can't do, I do it. You know, I can do it for other people. And so that, I think that was the, the moment. And then it, it literally, it's never stopped ringing. Mm -hmm. And that's how, that's how it goes. So I play this little game. Stop me if I shouldn't say, but because I have this passion and background in education and I'm, 
I was just raised in you get a job and you go to work, right? Yeah. So through the years of this, I've been doing this a long time. Through the years, every once in a while, I'm going, what am I doing? I need to go get a job. Like I'm supposed <laughs> to be, because I had to stop teaching because of right. like, I couldn't be in the classroom. So I right. had to give, I basically, I don't want to give up my life. I gave up what I thought my life was going to be. Right. You had to let go. I had to let go. Mm-hmm. So every once in a while I go, yeah, but no, I can do both. <laughs> I can do both. So I'll go and I'll just amuse myself and I'll apply for a job. Very, very dry nine to five, you know, whatever. And then it's hysterical because spirit just gets really quiet. My team gets quiet while I'm doing this. There's not a sound. And then as soon as I push like submit on the computer for the resume and my calendar gets flood, I get like, I, I am not exaggerating. I have had 10 to 20 readings scheduled within two days. (laughs) (laughs) And I just go, okay, okay. To release it. So I have to own it and I have to be courageous enough to own it because here's the thing. I'm a pleaser. I think that goes into right. Those aha moments, right. That comes from this. So that's the Mm -hmm. story really. I love that though, that I think what you really learned is you have to own it. You have to step into it and own it. That's what you learned from that, right? Like you were that all the time, nothing changed. Nothing changed. You just owned it. I owned it. You know what? I learned that life doesn't go just one way. No, it doesn't. For instance, if somebody said, you know, what's your life purpose? One of my life, and this one saying one would be teaching the education, the learning and knowledge, but it's always shifting in how that's expressed. I don't have to do it in the classroom. I don't have to do it. And I worked for nonprofits, right? I worked for television stations. I now do that here for others and for myself. So there's not one way the expression of me as a teacher is required to show up. I love that. It's constantly the way things our gifts express themselves shift and, yeah. and flow into different areas. They evolve. they evolve. They evolve. Yeah. I love that. I love so that. Jessica. Yes. Similar, but different, right? Yes. So, so where's your, okay, I'm going to develop. Well, right? where did that happen for you? First? I want to say like you, my gifts were always there, mm-hmm. but I didn't own them. Right. And I'm quite honestly, I grew up in the Midwest in the eighties. Mm. Psychics were not plentiful. (laughs) You know what I mean? So there really wasn't anyone around me to introduce me to that. Right. And there weren't really words to describe that. And so while I was a voracious reader, I loved read. I loved to, I'm curious and I love to learn just like you. Mm -hmm. And so I love to read and I, and I would pick up books. I think I remember reading a Sylvia Brown book. I remember Mm -hmm. reading the Celestine prophecy. I remember reading, you know, all of these different people doing these amazing things. And I thought, wouldn't it be so cool to be psychic or a medium? Like how special are they? Like they were like, kind of like superheroes, like unattainable, like that's not me. Like, look at them do that thing, but that's not me. Right. And then I continue through my life. And then I ran into a woman in my late twenties. We were living in Puerto Rico. She was an empath and had had some intuitive development. And she goes, well, you do know you're an empath. And that was the first time I ever really had someone tell me what I was. And she explained what it was. And I thought that I am that. So I pretty much owned that pretty quickly being empathic. So that helped kind of that was like my it's gateway your, drug. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's like, okay, we're opening our eyes in a different way now. Yeah. We're opening. And now okay. I'm thinking like, oh, and then she gave me some books to read and I don't even remember what they were. And, and some of them were maybe things I had already read before, but now I was like, oh, I owned 
right? Mm-hmm. Being an empath. Therefore, I was starting to see how my empathic gifts were similar to other people's empathic gifts in the writing, right? Like, yes. it was the process of owning it though. Like saying, yes, I identify with this and this is me, right? But still not owning I was a psychic or a medium. Like that just was too far out of my wheelhouse. And so life continued on. And then I, um, I got pregnant. We moved, we ended up in Cape Cod. I have to say that my gifts were only progressively getting louder. Right. That's what I was going to say. Stronger, louder. You can't (laughs) deny them. Not in a good way. (laughs) Yeah. Because you don't know what to do with them. They were like misfiring. Like, you know, empathically, it was really hard to go into groups of people or into buildings because even though this is my mediumship, now I know. I'd walk into a room of a restaurant in Cape Cod and I'd be like, oh my God, there's so many dead people here, (laughs) you know, like, and I'm like, but I'm just an empath. Um, (laughs) You know, I still hadn't owned that part of my story or, you know, being like spinning out, feeling all the feels, the emotions, being ungrounded. Like it was messy. Things were messy and my gifts were uncomfortable. I didn't like the way it felt. I was, and I felt like I'm too sensitive. I'm too whatever. Oh, I'm sorry. That triggers me. Oh, it does when too. People used to now tell I, me all the time, you're too sensitive. I'm like, you're too oh, sensitive. No you're too thing. dramatic. Yeah, you're there's too, no such thing as too sensitive. Oh my gosh. So, so yeah. So, you know, and it's like, well, how do I not be sensitive? And then I'm like, well, no, but I, but being an empath, because interestingly enough, when I was pregnant, my gifts shut down for a little bit. I was not empathic at all. So that I could be in my body and carry a baby's term. So I was like walking into walls, not having that ability to feel what other people were feeling. Like I didn't know how to navigate. It was kind of a relief when it came back. But after I had my child, it came back like tenfold. Like not only did my empathic gifts come back, but then like, I don't know, something changed. That was like the turning point, you know, our, both of us, it was the birth of our children. We Mm -hmm. both have girls, by the way. Mm -hmm buddy, um, that really changed things. Yeah. That really changed like that's things. where my story really, mm-hmm. that's where it begins. That's where it changes. Yeah. And, and, and I had to show up as a human being, like I had to adult, right. Cause now I have a child Yeah, and if I'm going to adult, I need to freaking get my stuff under control. Right. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and this empath stuff was just out of control, but all the time. I'm still reading books about mediumship. My gosh, if you would have looked at my bookshelf, it would have been so obvious to an outsider that clearly spirit was trying to tell me yeah. something. <laughs> and I'm like, look at all these people doing these really cool things, but that's not me. So I was flipping through Facebook, frustrated that once again, I was feeling a lot and I was kind of locking myself in the house. So I wouldn't feel, and I didn't right. want to be around people. And like, you know, even going to stores and touching like thrift store stuff would trigger like, Oh, I can, I can't do that. Yeah. So it was just out of control and, um, physical, physical sensations. And then my back went out. My lower back went out. Are you kidding me? This is hysterical. Yep. My lower back went out and I was like (laughs) laying in bed, flipping through Facebook with my back out. Okay. And, um, I saw a psychic development circle and I offhandedly mentioned it to my husband who was, is infinitely more social and like believes that being around people is healing. Yes. <laughs> and, for, and for an empath who's unbalanced, that's like the reverse. Like, <laughs> I do not want to be around people. What does Glennon Doyle say? I think it's Glennon Doyle that says, I love humanity, but I have a problem with humans, right? Like, so, <laughs> so being, <laughs> I love her. So, 
being in that space, being in that bed, having my back be out. And he's like, you should go do this. I'll take care of the the baby for the evening. It's from seven to nine. It's just South of us go do this. It's a 20 minute drive. And I was like, I don't want to do this. I don't think I want to do this. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. And he's like, you don't want to do this so much that you need to do this. Right. You know? And I said, but I'm not psychic. You know, I kept saying that would have been a little scary to go sit Mm -hmm. in a psychic circle with strangers as an unbalanced empath. So I walk in to this, um, lovely little holistic center in Cape Cod, Massachusetts. And the woman is lovely. Her name is Amy. She's very nice. And I said, listen, I'm an empath. I don't like people. I don't like to touch crystals because it hurts. I don't want to sit around like, you know what I mean? Like, please just don't. Do you know what I mean? Like, please don't like, just set me in a corner and I'm having a hard time sharing. I'm not psychic, but I just want to try this and see what happens. Like, you know, like, cause I just need to get out of the house. And she's, she looked at me and she had this smile and later she would say, oh, okay, sure. (laughs) You're not psychic, right? And so we went and we sat in circle and I listened to everyone's stories and we did these exercises and I was really good. Yeah. I was really good at psychic exercise. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. I have to interrupt for a second. I'm cracking up because Jessica tells me that she's not that psychic. I always (laughs) laugh. I'm like, you're so psychic. You are a psychic. And here she is doing it. Right. So this, she, this is a continuing pattern that we're now stopping. Well, it is psychic. Well, it is, but I think here's the interesting part. And I think this is where the lesson comes in is I am so psychic and I've been psychic my whole life, but I keep thinking it's got to be something else because this is too easy. Yeah. uh, Yes. I understand that. Right. No, I I totally understand. Like this is too easy. And and I'm going to get to that too, though. Yeah. Like how do we know everything we know? You know, I think with my gifts, worthiness comes up a lot. Like who am I to have these gifts? Right. right. We're going to talk about that. So you're at the store, you get the psychic development. So that's what kicks it off for you. Well, yeah. So then. Right. So where's your. uh, well, my aha is ah. this. So we get done with the circle. Okay. And everyone leaves. And I just want to tell the woman running the circle, Amy, I was like, thank you so much. I really appreciate this. And she goes, oh, I hope you come back because you do know you're a medium, right? <laughs> and I said, a what? what? A what? No. She goes, no. oh no, you are. And I was like, okay, now, you know, we're just, you know, we haven't been married long. Like we don't have a ton of money. Uh, at the time I didn't have a job because I was, you know, had a baby you and baby. my husband was gone a lot for work. And so I had to be at home. I was like the, the parent at home. And I was like, well, I'll, I'll come back as much as I can afford to come back. Right. You know, in right. my head, I didn't say that, but right. then she starts, cause I'm an empath telling uh-huh. me her struggles about her business and not having enough time to do flyers and newsletters and put things on Facebook and get all that out there. Like the business uh-huh. aspect of this. Uh-huh. Right. And I said, you, I said, you know, you could barter classes and mentoring someone to do this. It's not that hard to throw together. And these are not talking about myself, clearly talking about someone else, right. To put a news. It's just so easy. This, this, and this, and then to do the website, it's like this, this, and this, and then you just, you know, and you could just exchange. And then it would take it off your plate and you could just create and do your thing. And she goes, Oh, when we're talking in the parking lot. And I was like, so it was nice to meet you. The next day she calls me. She's like, Hey, do you want to barter and mentor? (laughs) Do my website, my newsletter, my Facebook, the flyers, the class descriptions and things like that. And I said, Yes. So in that one hour, my whole life changed in one and in, in two hours, I guess. In the two hours I was there, my whole life changed. I still did not own that I was psychic or medium. Right. But here's the thing that's similar to you. I had a person that I could ask questions. Yep. When weird stuff happened, 
I could say, what is this? You know, Mm -hmm. or she could say, try this, or even the space to practice readings over and over with the people in the shop. So I ended up coming into the shop and doing all the business work in the shop. Right. And and then you got, you were in that environment. So I was in in the environment, right. And I was meeting Mm -hmm. people doing different things and learning about different things and terminologies as people came into guest teach and the ladies in the shop were always game for me practicing my readings, right? right and my readings right. were always spot on. Right. It was too easy. It was too easy. Therefore, I must not be psychic or a medium because doesn't it have to be harder than this? So we'd love to know. Here's my question for you. What are the top three things that you have learned as you were exploring your intuition and developing it? And for those of you who are not quite there yet. Haven't quite developed it, but are super curious. What are mm-hmm. three things you need to know? Yeah. Three things you need what to know questions? about it. What are your questions? Head over to our website at adventureswithspirit.com. Submit your questions and your, your stories there, because we really do want to hear. I am curious. I am genuinely fascinated and excited to hear your story as well. So have a lovely day. Make it an adventurous one. Thanks for being a part of today's Adventure with Spirit. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode. We'd love it if you left a review. Visit our website at adventureswithspirit.com to find out more information and submit a question for the chance to be featured in a future episode. Like what you heard? Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Andrea Neville Psychic Medium and at Intuitive by the Sea for more inspiring content. Here's to being adventurous. Thank you.